Thanks for joining us for A Moment with Jesus, a 30-minute contemplative devotional moment designed to help you cultivate everyday connection with God. We hope this short half hour will give you some breathing room in your day to connect with Jesus. The devotionals are designed so that all you need is to bring yourself in your preferred way to listen. But if there's anything else you'd like to grab, now is the time. Maybe a Bible, a journal, something to write with, or anything else you think might help you connect to God. Let's get started. Today is day four. In our Gospel of John series, Take a moment and begin to quiet your heart from the stress of the day or anything that might be weighing on you. Let us begin together in prayer. Generous Father, loving Jesus, Spirit of Truth, may your word speak to our souls today. Revive us in dry places. May we feel safe bringing our whole selves into your presence, knowing you are a God of deep love and forgiveness. Remind us of your unfailing love. In Jesus' name, Amen. The Gospel of John, Chapter 4 Now, when Jesus learned that the Pharisees had heard that Jesus was making and baptizing more disciples than John, although Jesus himself did not baptize, but only his disciples. He left Judea and departed again for Galilee. And he had to pass through Samaria. So he came to a town of Samaria called Sychar, near the field that Jacob had given to his son, Joseph. Jacob's well was there So Jesus, wearied as he was from his journey, was sitting beside the well. It was about the sixth hour. A woman from Samaria came to draw water. Jesus said to her, Give me a drink. For 
his disciples had gone away into the city to buy food. The Samaritan woman said to him, How is it that you, a Jew, ask for a drink from me, a woman of Samaria? For Jews had no dealings with Samaritans. Jesus answered her, If you knew the gift of God, and who it is that is saying to you, Give me a drink. You would have asked him, and he would have given you living water. The woman said to him, Sir, you have nothing to draw water with, and the well is deep. Where do you get that living water? Are you greater than our father Jacob? He gave us the well and drank from it himself as did his sons and his livestock. Jesus said to her, Everyone who drinks of this water will be thirsty again. But whoever drinks of the water that I will give him will never be thirsty again. The water that I will give him will become in him a spring of water welling up to eternal life. The woman said to him, Sir, give me this water so that I will not be thirsty or have to come here to draw water. Jesus said to her, Go call your husband and come here. The woman answered him, I have no husband. Jesus said to her, you are right in saying, I have no husband, for you have had five husbands, and the one you now have is not your husband. What you have said is true. The woman said to him, Sir, I perceive that you are a prophet. Our fathers worship on this mountain, but you say that in Jerusalem is the place where people ought to worship. Jesus said to her, Woman, believe me, the hour is coming when neither on this mountain nor in Jerusalem will you worship the Father. You worship what you do not know. We worship what we know. For salvation is from the Jews. But the hour is coming and is now here when the true worshipers will worship the Father in spirit and truth. For the Father is seeking such people to worship him. God is spirit, and those who worship him must worship in spirit and truth. The woman said to him, I know that Messiah is coming, he who is called Christ. When he comes, he will tell us all things. Jesus said to her, I who speak to you am he. Just then, his disciples came back. They marveled that he was talking with a woman, but no one said, What do you seek? Or, Why are you talking with her? 
So the woman left her water jar and went away into town and said to the people, Come see a man who told me all that I ever did. Can this be the Christ? They went out of the town and were coming to him. Meanwhile, the disciples were urging him, saying, Rabbi, eat. But he said to them, I have food to eat that you do not know about. So the disciples said to one another, Has anyone brought him something to eat? Jesus said to them, My food is to do the will of him who sent me, and to accomplish his work. Do you not say, there are yet four months, then comes the harvest? Look, I tell you, lift up your eyes and see that the fields are white for harvest. Already the one who reaps is receiving wages and gathering fruit for eternal life, so that the sower and reaper may rejoice together. For here the saying holds true, one sows and another reaps. I sent you to reap that for which you did not labor. Others have labored, and you have entered into their labor. Many Samaritans from that town believed in him because of the woman's testimony. He told me all that I ever did. So when the Samaritans came to him, they asked him to stay with them, and he stayed there two days and many more believed because of his word. They said to the woman, it is no longer because of what you said that we believe, for we have heard for ourselves, and we know that this is indeed the savior of the world. After the two days he departed for Galilee, for Jesus himself had testified that a prophet has no honor in his own hometown. So when he came to Galilee, the Galileans welcomed him, having seen all that he had done in Jerusalem at the feast, for they too had gone to the feast. So he came again to Cana in Galilee, where he had made the water wine. And at Capernaum there was an official whose son was ill. When this man heard that Jesus had come from Judea to Galilee, he went to him and asked him to come down and heal his son, for he was at the point of death. So Jesus said to him, Unless you see signs and wonders, you will not believe. The official said to him, Sir, come down before my child dies. Jesus said to him, Go, your son will live. The man believed the word that Jesus spoke to him, went on his way. As he was going down, his servants met him and told him that his son was recovering. So he asked them the hour when he began to get better, and they said to him, Yesterday at the seventh hour, the fever left him. The father knew that was the hour when Jesus had said to him, Your son will live. And he himself believed in all his household. This was now the second sign that Jesus did when he had come from Judea to Galilee. 
we have heard the words of John chapter 4 and perhaps read along. Let us now move into a time of reflection. Today's chapter brings us two stories, one of Jesus and the Samaritan woman, and one of Jesus and a royal official. What is standing out to you from these accounts today? Where do you notice similarities in the stories? Where do you notice differences? What are you learning about who Jesus is? As we continue in reflection, Jesus is breaking down barriers. He is bringing a new covenant of fulfillment to the law. In the story of the woman at the well, he cuts through societal and cultural norms a man speaking to a woman, a Jew speaking to a Samaritan. And he meets this woman and he sees her, a woman who has been outcast, who is coming to the well at the heat of the day. likely to avoid being seen. And Jesus reveals himself to her. This changes everything for the Samaritan woman. Jesus is the living water. He is the place we can come and find life even perhaps where we feel shame, brokenness, unworthiness, lack of hope. And find restoration in 
these places. Where today do you need to experience this gift of living water? continue to reflect. Both stories involve not only an encounter with Jesus for the person involved, but their communities as well. The Samaritans tell the woman we no longer believe just because of what you said, but now we have heard for ourselves. And with the royal official, we see that not only he believed, but his whole household. It's beautiful that God uses us to help others experience him. Consider today how you might help those around you encounter and experience Jesus for themselves. have spent some time in reflection. Let us move into a time of 
intentional prayer. How is this chapter moving you to pray today? What has surfaced as you've reflected on these accounts? What does it make you want to talk with God about? In prayer now, bring whatever may be surfacing before God. As we continue to pray, one of the amazing things Jesus does is bring the ability to pray and to have connection with him right where we are through his sinless life through his death, through his resurrection. We now don't have to go to the temple or through a mediator. And God has even given us his spirit to dwell in us. In prayer now, just take some time to thank God, to marvel at the fact that wherever you are right now, you can go to him and be in his presence.
last moment of prayer. What do you need from Jesus today? In the case of the woman, he restored her in the very place she felt like an outcast, in the very place she had been rejected. In the beginning of her story, she is avoiding people. And at the end, she is moving towards the very people she was avoiding. The royal official, he wanted healing for his son. This is who Jesus is. His presence changes our lives. He can heal, he can transform, he can forgive sin. With these realities in mind, in prayer today, ask Jesus for what you need. As we begin to close, if you want to continue in prayer with Jesus, just press pause and continue on. But if you feel ready to wrap up and move on into whatever may be next, let us close together in prayer. Jesus, today remind us of your life-changing goodness. Remind us that you are a spring of living water. Meet us today, Jesus. Whether we are coming to you full of hope or in desperation, 
We thank you that you are redeeming and restoring us, that we may better reflect your kingdom. And we rest knowing that in this broken world today, that one day you will make all things new. In Jesus' name, amen.